Hello, Benjamin Partridge here. I make the Beef and Dairy Network podcast. First of all, thank you so much for supporting Maximum Fun and the show. It's brilliant that you've done that. And as a result, you can access this bonus episode. I'm currently uh, in very sunny Cardiff, South Wales, next to the River Taff. It's very nice. Lots of pigeons about. Other small black and white birds that I can't recognise. Just walk past some sick. I'm really painting the picture here. Anyway, um, so this bonus episode is made up of bits of recording that I've done over the past year that haven't made it into an episode in the end. Um, Not always because they're not good enough, sometimes because they're not good enough for sure, but um, often because the episode is already too long or it doesn't fit or for any number of other reasons. Um, But I thought you might be interested in in listening to them. And yeah, I think they're worth listening to. So let's start with an interview from a live show which we recorded but never put out as a podcast episode. Last summer we spoke to the editor of Beef Week, Paul Tennant, about fake news. Now it's time for our first guest. The big issue in the world of agri-media this year has, of course, been the Beef Gazette's publishing of long-lens photographs of Bovine Farmers Union chairman Parsnip Flendercroft on the beach wearing only an ISIS flag. And, wor- and worse than that, Crocs. <laughs> but second to that has been an issue of trust. Sadly, the agricultural media isn't immune from the contagion of fake news. And in the past year, a number of stories have been run in the pages of the agricultural press which have been proven false. To get to the bottom of this mess... Please welcome the editor of Beef Week, Paul Tennant. Thank you for having me, Ben. Uh, hello, Paul. Thanks for coming uh, to talk to us. First My of all, uh, congratulations on getting the editorship of Beef Week. Um, it's been a long old journey for you to get there, hasn't it? Oh, absolutely. I mean, uh, gosh, I mean, there uh, there's has to be many, uh, you know, uh, beef journalism enthusiasts here in the house. And you understand, like, when you hear... <laughs> Editor-in-chief of Beef Week, it almost doesn't seem real, you know what I mean? I'm sort of the Anna Wintour of, of beef and, and dairy, and I, I, I don't take that lightly. It has always been a dream, of course, and so I uh, attended, uh, of course, uh, Arizona State University is one of the only um, accredited colleges that features a, um, a livestock journalism program, or uh, live journal is the, the term of art. <laughs> Well, we've got you in because uh, one of your first things you did as the editor was to write this big, uh, long front-page splash about, um, about fake news in the agricultural sector. Why is this suddenly happening? Well, I think it's a, a combination of factors, but I, I do know that, you know, like many members of the media, we were on, we were following the 2016 election. We had that really big exclusive where uh, we published the fact that at Trump's golf course, Trump Turnberry, they, of course, do not serve 1% milk. They only serve 2% milk and whole. And, of course, when that came out, everybody thought, he's dead in the water, man. It's over. <laughs> He'll never get elected now. And, uh, of course, that wasn't the case. And so I just remember talking to my mentor on the night of Trump's election. Uh, he was uh, a legendary livestock journalist who, of course, um, he originally published the scoop that they were going to come out with prime rib. Before that, there was just rib. And he said, he said, you know what? He said, now more than ever. And, and I, I truly believe that. So we've, we're just out there and we're dedicated to separating the real from the fake. And, and that's what we do. Because, you know, we've got lots of people here, all of whom read the agricultural media. Of course. Yes. Can, can they trust what they read? 
I mean, it's tough. It is really tough. We find ourselves at a really bad moment in history in general for an administration with such a loose relationship to the truth. So many, not just us, we're a national publication. We have a national subscriber base. So many regional beef and dairy publications have closed in, in the past 10 years. The media landscape is collapsing. Do you know how many uh, local beef and dairy publications there were in Wisconsin alone? There used to be five now there are six, but the, the additional one is just a ripoff of the other five. Um, there's a big theme coming through in the media recently, um, the idea that the liberals in America want to ban beef. Um, there was the story that Hillary Clinton spat out a beef rib in disgust uh, when she was getting out of a helicopter in Benghazi, this kind of thing. <laughs> Is, is there a political element to this, to this yeah. problem? Food is political. Food has always been political. Food access is political. And beef and dairy have just been running through, you know, before Trump was elected through the entire 2016 election. Obviously, where was Trump's favorite place to stop? Where did he insist upon stopping to get food anywhere his campaign was going? McDonald's. Everybody knows that. Hillary famously had a big news item where she was on a radio show and she says she carries hot sauce in her bag. What is hot sauce made of? Milk. These connections <laughs> are there. They're just there. We don't put them there. They're just there. What about, away from the kind of more established media, what about YouTube? Because only yesterday I was on YouTube and there was a kid on there. He's like 15 years old and he's trying to claim on there that he'd heard there was a sort of grain replacement feed that can accelerate the growth of a calf by 36%. And then I looked into it and the actual figure is 34%. <laughs> So what makes a 15-year-old want to do something that sick? I will say this. I know this is going to make me sound like old man media, but YouTube is an engine for radicalization. It is designed to radicalize. It wants to make you radical. I was on YouTube the other day for 30 minutes, and when I looked up, I was wearing sunglasses and I had a skateboard. What about um, podcasting? Obviously, that's another unregulated part of the media. Yes, what about absolutely. Uh, I, I think it's no stretch to say that podcasting has killed milk as a recreational beverage. <laughs> Nobody wants to listen to Mark Marin talking to Father John Misty when they've both just had a big glass of milk. It makes you phlegmy. Are the, are the Russians involved in this? I mean, again, I don't... I'm, we're not... People say that, oh, the media's going down this rabbit hole, it's a big witch hunt, you know, and the connections are there. Michael Cohen met in the Seychelles with, among others, Eric Prince, the founder of Blackwater. What's the opposite of Blackwater? White water. What is milk? Milk is white water. It's just white water. There was a story in the press that you uh, were kind of catfished by a Russian bot. Is that true? Yeah, I, um, I'm not proud of it. We had sort of gotten into a, I was DM'd by a source, uh, and they said, I have some information about um, white Russians, the drink, which of course featured dairy. And so we sort of uh, got into it, and it became very personal, very fast. I felt like I was in my own little spy movie. And anyway, it turns out that she, <laughs> she is a server. <laughs> She's just a server. Not a person who brings food in a restaurant. A box that makes beeps and information. And, and 
And how far did this relationship go with the, with the server? Uh, we had sex. Was it for two minutes? <laughs> we had sex. Um, just, to, just to wrap up, I mean, Beef Week is a name that people, people trust. Um, but in, in your knowledge, have you ever published anything false? Uh, <laughs> this, again, this won't be any secret to anybody here. We, of course, were embroiled in a scandal where we falsely published um, that uh, actor John Travolta had died. Uh, and the lesson there is simply stay in your lane. Paul Tannen, thank, thank you very you. much. You may remember that back in May, I spoke to Professor James Harkham about the history of cows in war. He told me about the contribution of Jersey cows. Jersey cows were the predominant cattle uh, of, of this country for many, many years. And, of course, Jersey was occupied by the Nazis. And it was in that time that I don't think we can forget the work of the beef resistance uh, and often behind enemy lines, cattle would confound their German masters by sitting down. Uh, again, British propaganda spreads the myth that, that cows sit down when they know it's going to rain. They don't. They do it only to confound the Nazi war machine. Now, your work focuses primarily on the First World War, but in the introduction to your book, you make it very clear that the history of, uh, of cows in, in warfare goes back a long, long way. Oh, Absolutely. Um, I think it's uh, it's worth noting that um, the Emperor Claudius, when he first came to this country, is said to have ridden through Colchester on the back of an elephant. Now, if you examine that manuscript closely, I think we understand that that's four cows standing on top of each other. Rather than an elephant. Absolutely. Hannibal. Uh, Hannibal, the uh, Carthaginian general, is said to have had war elephants. But where's he going to get elephants in Africa? They come from India. So that, again, was four cows... Always. ...tied together? No, four cows in consensual formation. This is it. They're very intelligent animals, especially on a war footing. Because what is a cow? A cow is everything that you need in a war. It is... Uh, it's your supply train. It's, a, it's fresh milk. It's a tank. You know, it, it's an army of 5,000 men. One of the most challenging interviews I did this year was with YouTuber Retro Brian. In this clip, I tell Brian that I've been watching some of his computer game reviews and playthrough videos and found them quite alarming. I've been a bit negative so far, but I have to say, I, I didn't not enjoy the videos I've seen so far. Um, the one about Echo the Dolphin was particularly beautiful, mm. um, especially... I don't know how you managed to get that real dolphin into the into this room and 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 keep it happy. It's but... fun to have props, isn't it? You know, yeah. Because I think everybody's already talked about Echo the Dolphin a lot and being like, oh, you know, was or was it not inspired by ketamine? Um, you know, so I think really to get some more some more people interested in it, you know, it's not enough to go into all the Geiger alien horrorscape stuff. You've got to be like, well, I've got an actual dolphin here. And let's get the dolphin actually playing the game. And let's get the dolphin actually on ketamine. Now, legally, ketamine, yeah, and I've, I've had this conversation again with the haters, you know, DCI, what's his name, whatever. Technically, it's illegal, I think, for humans, but they use it on horses. And I mean, 
you'll know in your line of work that dolphins are just one of the many horses of the sea. So really, what I was doing was just preemptively reducing any pain that that dolphin might be about to or may not be about to experience. Because obviously I didn't know that what would unfold during those videos that were recorded live and uploaded as is, um, that we would end up putting the dolphin through tremendous pain during that. We didn't realise that dolphins do need access uh, to, to more water than just like, you know, a little, a little, uh, a little tumbler every now and then. I realise that now. We did have a lot of people in the comments, but this is the, the problem about on-demand video. You know, if you're on Twitch, it's fine because they have all the audience going, Brian, what are you doing? You can't have a dolphin just on a kind of chaise long for four hours. They need to be in water for a percentage of that time. But we obviously didn't get those messages until the YouTube comments started flowing in. So which time? By which time people are already going, well, I want to see how this ends. And they skip right to the end and they see how it ends. And then, of course, then everyone's an expert being like, why would you do that to a dolphin? How could you not know? And it's like, well, you've, you've seen the end, haven't you? But you didn't know at the start. We didn't know at the start. Everyone's an expert these days, you know? By the way, there was a, a very rudimentary mistake you're making all the way through that the hole on the top of a dolphin's head isn't called a K-hole. That's a blowhole. Yeah, I misheard that. Yeah. Um. And it does make a lot more sense because I think that um, when I was trying to enter the K-hole, I now realise that that would have involved me taking drugs, not the dolphin. And I do feel bad about that because, mainly because it's the first time we'd ever had anything to do with drugs on the channel and I felt like I really let down a lot of our young audience people. I shouldn't have been even trying to enter a K-hole. You know, that's... That's to do with drugs. It's immoral. And as I say, um, anyone who deals drugs should be shot. And so I think that was that was that was definitely a lapse in my judgment. And I, I do feel sorry about what happened to the dolphin, obviously. I'm still next to the river. I'm now watching a, a police officer telling off a man for not using his bin properly. One, it's a wonderful day. Um, okay, next clip. Uh, policeman Dexter Watley is the policeman in charge of Britain's motorways in this previously unbroadcast clip. He tells me what the experience of seeing Parsnip Flendercroft drive backwards into the sea has changed about him and his work. I think lots of people have their own very personal perspective on what Parsnip meant by his deeds uh, that day. Uh, for me, it's all about letting things play out, embrace the chaos. Chaos isn't a bad thing. Chaos is a way of nature correcting itself and... Uh, and of the world you know, being sustainable and happy and beautiful. And uh, I have taken that philosophy into my work now. Um, so we are now a non-interventionist motorway control centre. Uh, we're just a motorway centre, really. We just sort of watch things play out. And you know what? People still get from A to B. It's OK. Uh, we don't get involved in the little stuff. I think, well, we know, in fact, that people get from A to B, uh, a lot of them are doing it even faster than they ever were because we're not enforcing speed limits or anything like that anymore. Uh, there are more fatalities, yes, uh, unarguably. The figures show that very clearly. I mean, for example, last week um, on the M1, a, uh, a horse box uh, spilled over with quite a young, uh, fairly untamed stallion in it. Uh, stallion ran, ran amok, um, seven deaths. But a YouTube smash hit. 
and a memorable day. And most people, the people that weren't killed, they got where they needed to be eventually. Um, and the stallion is dead, of course. Um, but that'll happen, won't it? When you're a stallion and you make the choice to try and kick over a Dutch juggernaut full of tulips that's careering towards you at 70 miles an hour. In this clip, poet Michael Banyan tells me about a time when he had given up on love. Yes, it was something I'd, I'd put away in the, uh, in the glove compartment of my mind, love. I, I, it, it was, a, it was, a, it was a, a box of travel suites that I thought I would never unscrew the lid of and, and suck on again. Now, obviously, when you were a, a poet back in London and you were the Bovan Poet Laureate and you were riding high, <laughs> yes. you know, you and, and women went we, together like strawberries and cream. We, we, we certainly did. Obviously, I wasn't nothing on the level of, of Rushdie, for example. I mean, Rushdie, I think it's public knowledge, has had sex with every professional female volleyball player on earth. And most of the coaches... And the bus drivers who take the... Uh, and the bus drivers. To the competitions. And the, and the masseuses. Yeah. And a lot of the balls as well. A lot of the balls, um, the nets. He'll 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 have it off with a net. He'll um, he'll make a sort of person out of the sticks that hold up the net, with a stick a ball on top of the head. And he'll have his way with he'll have his way with it. He'll have his way with the actual apparatus of the sport itself. In January, I spoke to Instagrammer and inventor of the grape selfie, Bunny Stone. Here she tells me all about her vineyard. You were launching your new product line of Hold Your Own Grapes Hold your merchandise. Grapes, yeah. um, and there's a book, Hold Your Own Grapes, yep. book, coming uh, out next year. And yeah. you've got your own vineyard now. Yes, I do. So apparently grapes are used to make wine. Right. So I didn't know that. I didn't know that I either. thought they were just used, you know, to as grapes. I don't, I don't know. know. I don't know. But basically, my accountant was like, you really need to invest in the wine business, considering you do grapes. I was like, it's two different things, Charlton. I don't understand what you're saying. He was like, no, trust me. So I bought a vineyard. <sighs> I mean, it's in Margate. I don't know how well it's doing, but apparently I can make alcohol and a lot of money from it. And then one day I could have my own grape juice, my own wine. <laughs> like, Bunny Stone's Margate wine. Like, I don't know, I don't really drink wine, but it sounds fun. Because traditionally, you know, you don't tend to get vineyards in Margate no. or even in Britain, really. It tends to yes, be in, in Mar- yeah. France. Or Again, Italy. I'm revolutionary. When I got mine, Sylvester Stallone got his and now everybody, Wesley Snipes is getting one. Like everyone's... Um, Olivia Newton-John? Yeah, she's... But I don't think she can afford it. That's the problem. She ain't really done much, has she, since the old um, Greece? You think she's stretching herself financially? She is. It's quite expensive. Yeah. Uh, a vineyard is very expensive. Mm. And... um. She, I feel like she wants one, but I like don't run before you can crawl. What you think she should maybe just get a single? Just chill out, just great pl- plant. Or... No, just yeah, get a great plant, grape tree, and just like live your best life that way. You don't need a whole vineyard. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> Come on, babe. How <laughs> old is Greece? <laughs> do you know what I mean? I also asked her about the trend she started, which saw other celebrities buying bulls as pets. Celebrities in general are now many of them are keeping bulls. Yeah. Not just you. Mm. Many of them are malnourished, especially Olivia Newton-John's bulls were in a real state. I don't know why she's doing it because she can't afford it. No one's watching Greece anymore. When did Greece come out? 1976? After 1976, nobody watched it. John Travolta, he got Pulp Fiction, didn't he? Olivia Newton-John didn't get nothing. 
So what's she doing buying balls? It's her own fault. I don't... I'm not here to speak about Olivia. She knows what she did. She was crawling before she could walk. She had no place getting that ball. She should have settled for a rattlesnake or something easier to look after. Samuel Jackson's ball is in a fish tank. What's the ball doing in a fish tank? Do you know what I mean? My ball's not in a fish tank. But Samuel's ball was in a fish tank. So... Who's who's the bad guy here? Do you know what I mean? Like everyone comes to me because I I started the trend, but my ball is not swimming with the fishes. Do you know what I mean? His ball is. And finally, let's have a bit of hitherto unbroadcast beef call, the internet's number one beef-related quiz live stream. Okay, caller, what's your name and what do you do? Hi, I'm Sally. Sally Harris. Hi, Sally. Hi, hi. Um, I work for a livestock market in York. Oh, right. What, um, what do you do in the livestock market? Uh, we have to make sure that the cow that has been advertised as being certain size and weight is actually that size and weight. Well, Sally, that's really fascinating. Let's get on to playing Beef Call. Okay, you ready? <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. Okay, so yeah. you're going to be playing okay. the picture quiz. Okay. The uh, pic- the, sorry. The picture the quiz picture and quiz. the right. prize, potentially is 75 million oh my God. pounds. Oh. <laughs> what, what, would you, what would you spend 75 million on, Sally? Um, uh, probably, well, obviously go shopping, of course. Um, I probably, maybe, I've always wanted to go on a cruise and uh, my mum really needs an operation uh, that they only do in America, so probably that as well. Great. Uh, okay, yeah. well, let's play the picture quiz. So okay. how this works is um, I'm going to, there'll be a picture You'll see it part by part until you see the whole picture. The earlier you identify the picture, the better. So here we go. This is the first section of the picture. There we go. Here it is. So what's that? Um, For £75 million. Pounds. This is... Uh, did you send a link or something that I should have clicked on? No, no, there it is. So I can see it there. That's just a, a small portion of the picture. It's hard to work out what it is at this stage, maybe, but it's worth a go. Um, what can you see? I can't, I, well, I can't see anything. Oh, I, I see. Okay, you want to see a bit more. So, it'll no, cost no, you £10. For £10, you can see the next no, part no, of the image. No, no, I don't want to pay... So there we go. There's the second part. If, 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 I, if I pay £10, will I be able to see the picture? You've paid £10 already. We'll, we'll be invoicing you. There, you, there it is. That, the, two, no, the first would, two parts would, of the picture. When they took those details, I thought that was that was a kind of verification of my ID. I didn't think that was actually... They didn't say I was going to be charged. Hey, Sally, but, I'd spend a bit more time trying to work out what this photograph is, if I were you. Okay. I can't see it. I can't see it. Am do I you want to see, able to, do you want see a bit see more? For £100, let's show you that third part. I can't see part. anything. I can't see anything. Third say part. More. There we go. Okay. Um, I, okay, so that's... Sorry, do I get charged for the extra part? Yeah, that was £100. So you've spent £110. So okay, far. I can't... Uh, sorry, I can't see anything. Worth a Is guess, it, if you can't work it out at this stage? I can't... Okay, um... I can't... I, I'm not sure what the point of this is, because I, ca- I can't see... Any, is it a cake? Um, no, uh, it's not a cake. No, sorry, it's not right, a cake. Right, okay. It's not... Do, do I get charged for guessing? Yeah, each guess costs you £10,000. Okay, I... I'm sorry, I don't have that... Um... Okay, I I need to... I you want to see more to... of the picture? Okay, let's reveal no, the no, next no, no, portion no, no, of the picture. No, okay, no, there it is. No, no, there we are. Okay. You're now over oh my, 20 grand right. in the hole. 
you know, the operation thing's true. My mum needs that money. Um, I can't, I can't, I, I don't understand what I'm gonna. Okay, so if I, if we stop this now, can I get that money refunded? You've already spent that money, that's gone. That's gone, but the way to think about it is to look forward to winning £75 million. Pounds. I can't see the picture, so... Um, so you want to it, see some more of it. Okay, no, let's no, reveal no, no, some no, more. No, no, okay, I there we go. Don't want, it's, I definitely, it's becoming pretty obvious to me what that is now. Okay, I'm officially saying I do not want to see any more of the picture. I do not want to see any more. You tell me In that fact, you, you couldn't see anything, any of the picture. If anything, I'd like to see less. Yeah, I, I, I can't see any of the picture. I definitely don't want to see more. Tell you what, Sally, I'm just going to show you that final portion. So let's no, reveal no, no, the whole no, no, picture no, no. for you, no, Sally. I really, okay, I'm sorry, but I, I'm sorry. I really don't want you to show me any more of the picture. I can't, I can't, Sally, hey, I, I can't show can't, you any more of the picture no, because I've already shown you the whole picture. So I, what is it? I can't see any of the picture. Do you want some guesses? It's worth... I can't see any of the... You're not listening to me. You're not listening to me. It's guessing, I think. Just, just have a guess. listen. I know people. I'm just going to say that now. I know people who will sort this out for me if you don't help me right now. Do you understand? Sally, you've got you've got three you've got three final guesses. What do you want your three final guesses to be? Let's go. Number three. No, I will hurt you. You are not listening. I will hurt you. I am not a victim. This is not three going. Three guesses. Three guesses. Go on. Is it a kind of transport? No, so that's two guesses left. I don't know why you're doing this to me. I don't know why you're doing this to me. Two guesses left, come on. I don't know why. Is it building? It's not a building, no. So final guess. Final guess for 75 million life-changing pounds. No, I'm sorry, Sally. It's not a cow. Um, the picture, of course, is of a highlighter pen. Highlighter pen. You can see, you can probably see it now, can't you? But um. Uh... No, I can't see it. Well, you can't win them all. Um, we'll send you an, inv- an invoice. We'll round it down to a, around hundred grand. Thanks for playing. Um, do you want to uh, try and guess the mystery voice, Sally? I want to guess the mystery voice. Okay. Yep, yeah, okay. Let's play the mystery voice. I'll have the roast beef, please, with gravy. Shaken, not stirred. <laughs> who do you think who do you think that was? Um Sean Connery. Sorry, Sally, it's not Sean Connery. <laughs> Sorry. Thanks for calling Beef Call, Sally. It's been a real pleasure. So that's your bonus episode for 2018-19. I've just seen a rat. Beef out! Maximumfun.org Comedy and culture. Artist owned. Listener supported.